You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening, as laughter can be infectious. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your top-down, wind-in-your-hair, Saturday morning automotive thrill ride. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but right now, love us on Zoomer Radio. Oh, good morning, Al. I, I missed that last Saturday. I think that's the sound of your car as he's taken off from the line last week and... Gets a podium finish, first time out. Way to go. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That, that was, uh, I was in tears more than once. <laughs> my, my social media manager had me in tears at the end of the race. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, so uh, we have Connor Attrell uh, in studio from Attrell Hyundai and, and Hyundai Racing Canada. Yes, yes. And Connor's actually raced in our championship in, mm-hmm. uh, in their Hyundai Elantra N. And uh, and what we did to to achieve a podium in our first ever race just doesn't happen. Oh, you flattened his tires? <laughs> no, no, we don't compete against each other. <laughs> okay, no, we okay, don't. Okay. We don't. We're on the track at the same time. We oh. run in two different classes. Ah, uh. but you know that's a, a huge accomplishment for you guys on a, a debut race to put it on podium like that. So, uh, congrats! I uh, I was watching it. Haven't watched the full race yet, but I plan on it. So it's a it's a big thing. Big thing. Yeah, uh, it, it 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 was it was unbelievable. And uh, um, to you know, I mean, uh, like, I, I don't know if I told you, but um, you know, I was getting I was getting the stink eye from our competitors before the race. <laughs> I'm like, all right, buddy. Well, we'll we'll see. But you know, as 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 soon as we got on track, and as soon as uh, we had Mark Miller driving and, and uh, Toronto driver Michael DeMeo driving for us, and uh, as soon as Mark was in the car, we were right up front. Now, what? How much practice time did you have before the race? A uh, total of about an hour, and it was a brand new track. It was downtown Detroit on the streets right. of Detroit. Mm-hmm. But did that leave you any time for making adjustments? Yeah. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. more than enough time. And okay. uh, and you know, we 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 made sure we had the best the best crew. Everybody on board was was absolutely fantastic. Like from our from our engineer all the way down, everybody's awesome. So as much as the the team was green, none of the players were. No. Okay. No, but as uh, working together, mm-hmm. we've never done this before. Right, 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 right. And right. Uh, and it was it was a thing. Well, one thing I thought was interesting in Detroit is the pit lane too. Yes, it's like yeah. a two lane road. Okay. Yes. So they did a split pit lane. Right. Um. So they didn't have the length, so they decided to to split the the pit lane. So there's a right lane and a left lane. Oh wow. And thankfully, this you know for us, this was our first race. We have no points, and they. They organized the pit lane or the the pit spot locations by points. So what that meant is we were at the far back, so we had lots of room to come in and leave our pit spot. Mm-hmm. So we had a, we had a, a little bit of an advantage there. Not that it mattered. Like during the race, there was no interference. But uh, you know, the the race for us, it went right to strategy, and the, and everybody on the team did an awesome job. All right, we'll talk more about that a little bit later. I want to introduce again Colin Atrells here from uh, Atrell Hyundai. Uh, we've got Kyle Grabke from Drive for Smiles, a great event, Brian. You've 
participated in it, have you? No, I've, I've never been there. I've been to been to the track, familiar with uh, with the event, uh-huh. and uh, you know they they raise uh, they raise some money for uh, Starlet Children's Foundation. Exactly. You know, it's like a like a dream wish for these you know terminally terminal patients for the most part. Yeah. You know, puts a big smile on their face, and and, and everybody gets a good kick out of it, both the drivers and of course the kids, and yeah. of course we've got. The 13th annual Yorkville Exotic Car Show is coming up, and we've got Fallon Katz going to be on board a little later. And, um, uh, again, raising money for Melanoma Canada. Yeah. And great... uh, It used to be prostate. I wonder why it changed. Uh, I I don't know. Well, uh, Fallon's uh, uh, now the the new organizer of the event, and Mm -hmm. and, uh, I don't know if that that was the change, but, um, you know, it's a a good thing. It was a great event. I went last year. Of course, I walked around smoking a cigar, so (laughs) it might happen again. might happen again this year. Oh, that you know what? And I, I should have just looked for the smoke because I went too. Me and the wife went, and I went. I don't see anybody I know here. You know, lots Aww, of nice. We missed each other out. Gorgeous cars, you know, but they cram them in, and everybody wants like the key spot to take the picture. Oh, eh? Of course, of course. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. You can hear the music. We got a break, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, Connor, myself, and uh, Mr. Brian, the winner and still <laughs> champion. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Connor. Oh my goodness, I can't even hear. And Connor Atrell from Atrell Hyundai and Hyundai Racing Canada. We, of course, on the break we were talking about racing, and uh, you know, lots of racing coming up. The the Honda Indy's coming up next month, and uh, if we are uh, if we're lucky, uh, my team will be racing there. But uh, Connor will be racing there as well. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, both the. Uh Elantra and Veloster and TCR cars out there with Hyundai Racing Canada um, may have a surprise appearance, but uh, we're going to see. Um, it's going to be a big, big event for our series. So we run FEL uh, Sports Car Championship Canada, and uh, yeah, Honda's going to be uh, the Honda Indy is going to be a big event, and it's a big event for us to be able to show up as a Hyundai branded race team at another manufacturer's branded race. So. Yeah, well that's, you know, it it happens, right? Yeah. And, and it's it's okay. I mean, you've got you've got some you got some stout competition from Honda on the track as well. Well, and I think the goal is if we can go there and sort of beat them at their own event type yeah. thing, it yeah. shows well. So, uh yeah. I I think we're going to have a really good showing. We're going to have a couple extra cars out and uh I think in general after seeing sort of the amount of people that came out for our first race event up at uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, we should see a huge turnout for uh, the Indy. Well, th- there certainly will be. I was, I was speaking with Chris Bai, who's mm-hmm. the, the promoter of the series, and it sounds like the third race of the weekend for uh, the FEL Sports Car Championship Canada Series is right before the IndyCar race on Sunday. So you're going to have massive crowds mm-hmm. for a Canadian Sports Car Championship race. It's going to be very cool. I, uh, I've got a bit of a chip on my shoulder from last year. So, uh, right. Indy's been my focus uh-huh. very much so because, um, I ended up winning the race last year, but not in the fashion I, uh, I would have liked to. So the, the car didn't necessarily come home in one piece, but I, I finished technically in first place. So I'm looking for a little bit of redemption and, uh, we're, I mean, we put on a great show last year and we're still going to do that, but hopefully with a little bit less carnage. So question, so you did win the race? Technically, yes. On paper, I won the race, but at the time when the majority of the field crashed, I was in third place. Okay, okay, okay. I got the points for first place, but let's just say there was no podium and, um... 
it was a little bit interesting after that one, but uh, we got the cars fixed up for the next race. Luckily, it was the last one. The was there a fist fight? No fist fight. Okay. No fist fight. <laughs> we, I am. I consider myself friends with everyone of uh-huh. my competitors. I've right. I've known them for long enough, and. Uh, you know, things, you can get a little heated at time, but uh, I, I find everybody, especially in the Canadian racing scene, everybody's super respectful and friendly. And it, I mean, we're a small club. It's a small world in Canada, and it's, it's you know, a little bit different in the States with difference of population. So you're not going to, you're going to see these people again. You don't, yeah. don't want to, you know, uh, no bad blood. No, right? and, and, you know, that that's one of the big differences. I mean, when, when I started racing, there was so much more racing going on in Canada that in the U.S. there were just these pockets of it, and we had this great breadth and depth of competition, and that's why a lot of drivers that came out of Canada 20, 30 years ago were so good, because we had this great culture of racing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, interesting to see, because I think uh, the Sports Car Championship Canada does a really good job for sort of that road racing side. Like, we do have some good motorsport in Canada, but it's like you're saying, it's a little pocketed and fragmented. You don't have somebody that's necessarily a generic overall i like all canadian motorsport you have people that like certain certain bits of it right oh yeah i have a question um in terms of racing takes deep pockets um now so do you work specifically with hyundai canada or is is your dealership actually having to pay for some of this so i think there's always a degree of like you know the the joke is the only way you become a millionaire racing is if you started out a multi-millionaire. Right. <laughs> so it's sort of um, it, it can be it can be quite a costly endeavor to undertake. We have such amazing support from Hyundai Canada. They really put sort of put their money where their mouth is with the brand. The N brand is really really strong as uh-huh. performance cars, and I mean I sell them every day. We you know I operate at Georgetown Hyundai, which is one of our stores. We right. also have a Trail Hyundai in Brampton, but Hyundai really sort of backs us super like gung-ho they're all over it um quaker state also is our other sponsor and they go sort of hand in hand in canada because all the oil when you go to get an oil change at a hyundai store in canada is synthetic quaker state so there's that partnership there on a corporate level and there's a partnership there on the track now and they've been huge supporters of us for many many years we my, my dad started hyundai racing canada about 14 years ago um, that was when Hyundai Canada came on board, and then we had Quaker State come on board. I want to say with well, we, with Shell um, mm-hmm. four or five years five years ago, and uh, we've been down to SEMA a couple times. But they've been huge supporters of our program, and I mean, there's always a degree of you know there, there's something here or there. Um, it, it can't all be uh, necessarily in budget, but right. uh, that's <laughs> racing. That's true. that's so in, true. In, in commenting on what happened last year, we. Wrecked all three cars at Toronto Indy. Oh, then we wow. went to GP3R, totaled one car, uh-huh. and blew up my brother's car. So now the car I'm driving was the car that got wrecked in Quebec, but we had a whole new shell. So mm-hmm. when you think of sort of just those three pieces of information, it's uh, more money than most people would initially assume when we're talking about, oh, yeah, I had to replace my Elantra race car, right? Right. So, oh, it's just an Elantra. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's a little more done. and I, I mean, the car's... All the cars in even the GT4 and the TCR class are so overdone for what they are. Like, uh, yeah, oh, they kind of are. So our the 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 front bumper, the fascia of our car is, we're going to repair it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason we're going to repair it to to buy a new one from AMG is seven thousand euros. And it it's That's, exactly that point. Like your homologated yeah. parts, you have to run it, and they're all 
built in Germany. I mean, yeah. our, our cars are built in Germany. Your cars Ours are. are yeah. I think some of them are. Italy, oh, your race England. cars are built in Germany yeah. too. Yeah, same facility that they so built it's not the your dog rally just, cars. He does not moving one out of the showroom, putting it in the back shop, and building <laughs> no. a race car. No, <laughs> no, right off the assembly line. Right <laughs> off the assembly line. Yeah. All right, great information. Well, right after the break, we're going to talk about driving again. Of course, we've got Kyle Grabke from Drive for Smiles. Uh, great organization, doing great work with kids, and uh, we'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Connor Attrell. And uh, don't forget to go to davescornergarage.com to enter for a chance to win a set of Triangle Tires and a $250 SO gift card. Now, joining us on the line is Kyle Grabke from Drive for Smiles. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the show. And yeah, really looking forward to the opportunity to speak about this incredible event. Well, we've got lots of smiles on the guys in the studio. I mean, because they're talking car racing and cars, and that's, that's what we love to talk about. But uh, in your case, you're talking about putting smiles on other people, too. You want to tell us all about it? Yeah, it would be my pleasure. So, yeah, Drive for Smiles is essentially an event that's based around really bringing happiness, joy, and just some incredible experiences to the children at Starlight Foundation who maybe have missed out on some aspects of their childhood due to illnesses and that maybe kept them in hospital for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. However, with that being said, Driver Smiles itself is an annual event that brings together numerous of luxury and exotic cars, so cars such as Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Porsches, and McLarens, to give rides to these children and their families in a controlled environment. Truly just an awesome event and overall experience. And I'm sure even all of you at Dave's Corner Garage know and have experienced the thrill of driving um, in some of these cars. And maybe the best way to put it is it's truly just intoxicating. Um, But then having the ability to share this experience with others, especially those that maybe need a little light in their lives, is truly just one of the best feelings in the world. It's an event, and Charlotte Foundation is one of those things that it's, it's so special because it gives what no medicine really can. It's just that priceless smile and, and memories for these children and their families. Well, sure. Can you, you know, imagine watching TV and movies and you're watching these amazing cars, you know, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, like you're saying, and, and never thinking you could ever afford to, to, to own one, let alone just even get a ride. And, and automatically, you know, it's like, wow, you're going to go for a ride. Now, wh- now, where do they actually drive? Yeah, so it's essentially it's a track in Cayuga, so mm-hmm. Mario Motorsport Park. Um, the event happens there, and the way that it works is um, all the cars kind of come together and the drivers, and they filter through. So there's usually a group on the track um, giving these kids just awesome rides while there's a group loading kids on. Um, and this just kind of rotates all throughout the day. Um, so each kid usually gets the opportunity to hop in a couple of different cars and I mean, don't get me wrong, the drivers aren't really going 100%, but enough where you're still stepping on the gas and the kids are feeling the acceleration and the thrill of, of going around a track. Yeah, I was going to ask you if they're doing some kind of pseudo racing. And, and, and so you're saying, yes, they do. You know, I mean, they're, they're putting the pedal to the metal in sense, maybe not all yeah. the way, but, but enough to get some rubber and, and put the thrill into a kid's bum there, eh? Yeah, exactly. It, again, it is, at the end of the day, safety really is, is paramount above all else. But it's one of those things where it's more than just, yeah, you know what, they're going for a light drive um, through a town, for example. It is on the track. And you know what, they are still getting maybe a half a G or a G around corners. Um, so there is still some of that, uh, I guess, experience and um, almost like a roller coaster in a sense for them. Um, but no, in no way are, is there a, 
a worry to their uh, health or, I guess, safety. Beyond. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't worry about that. I'm just wanting to put the big smile on their face. You know, it's got to be a little bit exactly. more fun than driving around in mom's soccer van, you know? Well, it's, it's a racetrack. It's, it's Toronto Motorsport Park, which is nice and safe. It's safe for everybody. You can see, and there's a big, long straight and a couple of fast corners. So, you know, any, anybody going for a ride in, in any of these exotic or supercars is going to have a great time. Absolutely. So it's Saturday, August the 19th, yes? Correct, yeah. So usually everyone kind of gathers in that morning, um, and the event goes throughout the day. Um, lunch is provided to all of the drivers, and then usually after the event concludes, which is normally maybe around 3.30, 4-ish, um, there's some festivities in addition to um, just kind of some open lapping for the drivers in more of a track day type format, mm-hmm. um, where they can push the car a little bit more if they, if they wish. And um, I don't have a Ferrari, but if you're out there and you've got one and you want to take it for a drive, is there room for us? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're always looking for more drivers. So, again, anything along the lines of Porsche, Lambo, Ferrari, McLaren, um, you're more than welcome to to register at d4scanada.com. The only really thing, the requirement, I guess, is having track experience. Again, safety is paramount, not even just for the children, but for the other drivers. Um, so we do kind of want to emphasize that. But with that being said, even if you don't have a car, um, there is still ways to contribute, and you can sponsor a driver um, or donate to our page at d4storonto.com. Um, so, yeah, really want to emphasize that even if you don't have a car, there are still ways to get involved um, and, and to sponsor to make sure we can keep having these events happen. Yeah, it sounds great. But uh, so, you, so you need a racing license then, eh? Well, not not a racing license, but some demonstrable track experience. Because you you are taking passengers around. You got to have some experience just to just to make sure you're a little safe. You don't want somebody brand new in a six or seven hundred horsepower supercar in the racetrack for the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just trying to put a smile on the kid's face. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, and, and then I bend it into a tree. No, that's, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Now I'm looking for warranty work. (laughs) Not going to happen. Kyle, thanks for joining us. Again, what's the uh, drive for smiles? Is it right? Starlight Canada? D4SCanada.com is where you can kind of find out any other information and get involved. All right. Otherwise, (laughs) get yourself to 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 Toronto Mosport Park, Cayuga, on August the 19th, and you can take part. They're looking for volunteers. You're going to have a great time. Lots of food, lots of kids, lots of smiles. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right, great. We're back with Kyle um, after the break. No, we just finished, Kyle. Sorry, we're going to be with Connor. Connor from uh, from Hyundai Racing Canada. We'll talk more racing just to annoy you, Al. Yes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman and Connor Attrell. And, uh, Connor, you showed up in a uh, Hyundai Kona N Today, yes, what, yes. which which is one of the you know cool cars that Hyundai makes. So yeah, no, it's one of the N cars. Um, that one's a little well, I would say it's inconspicuous because it's a Kona, but it's well, also it's like it's in performance blue, so bright it's, it's like blue, a, yeah, so it sticks it. out like a sore thumb. But yeah, no, they're um, I find myself driving one of those more and more, even though that is technically a used car and uh, it's for <laughs> sale. So if anybody's looking for one, but um, 
you know, it, it's they're the perfect in between cars, and I like I've got a couple other silly cars, like I have a Genesis Coupe, and I, I've got a couple other things, and I find I have this issue where I buy a car and it works well, and then as I own it, it slowly becomes more and more inconvenient as time goes on because the exhaust uh, gets changed and you know it gets lowered, right. and suddenly it's uh, oh I should just drive the other car, and then it's the never-ending process. But yeah, no, the the Hyundai N brand's just been amazing. Um, I really, really enjoy just driving them as a daily, which is yeah. one thing that being able to hit a button and suddenly it makes some noise and yeah. be a little more peppy. Yeah, well, the the Elantra N with the the six speed manual is my favorite. Oh, they're they're amazing it's cars. So they're amazing cars. I mean, I'm I'm in the process of maybe procuring one for myself long term. Um, but it's a, uh, I mean, Hyundai's just done a really good job on kind of hitting that that right point in the market where it's not too much of a performance car and uh, no it's it's it, uh, it's 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 it goes up against the competition very very well yeah. the engineering team behind it has done an excellent job like it's it's not it's not just an elantra with some parts thrown at it the body shell's stiffer there's comprehensive engineering there's more cooling a lot more power great transmission great differential awesome brakes they picked the right tires they put a lot of thought into it and i mean it's it's hyundai's got some cool stuff in the pipeline down the road which i'm excited about just to kind of you know see them in the flesh because you see pictures like there's a a new facelift for the elantra coming out where Mm -hmm. they're doing a little bit more of aggressive uh front line um same with the kona where every they're they're making some drastic styling changes which uh so you know it's they're they're definitely going to look a little more different. I'm excited to see it in person. Um, they're they're the Elantra's the got some serious uh, aggressive look to the front end of it now, and um, I mean it's just Hyundai's always been very dynamic on how they're looking at what the market needs wants. So I, I find like the Elantra tends to be our bread and butter car, but it's just because when you break it down and compare it to everything else, it's just very well priced very well built and it's got a great warranty which hyundai's always a strong point on so mm-hmm. i mean I, I haven't had an elantra that sat on the lot for longer than like four days in the last <laughs> six months that doesn't surprise and me at all it's i i don't think we're gonna you know it, it's just that demand is so high and right now in the market it's a really good time to not need a car necessarily <laughs> but um there's you know there's still some out there and and uh they're they're bringing them in as fast as they can, but the demand is actually way higher than people may think right now. So um, I operate daily at our Georgetown Hyundai location, but we also have our Atrial Hyundai location in Brampton. So, you know, we we, we opened that October 5th of 2020, the Georgetown location. So yeah. it's been a full sort of pandemic experience there, and we've been dealing with the inventory issues. And, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Everybody's affected by it. And, um, I mean, everybody, Hyundai's done a great job on the distribution and, and really working hard to, to get us the cars. But it's just I think the demand is going to stay high because there's, uh, there's that pent-up demand, and it's just too hard to get it sorted out. And um, with the product that they're coming out with, I don't think we're going to see any less demand. Well, that, that's the thing. You know, I, I, I test all these cars, all of these cars and, and SUVs. I, you know, I just drove the, the refreshed Palisade. Yes. And it's, it's, it's an incredible car. For the price, it, like this should be a $90,000 uh, crossover, but it's not. Well, and and that's the biggest, I think, point that Hyundai excels at is that they're very good at the value proposition and sort of looking at what what people are looking for in these cars. And, And it's a lot of the time, like, 
people come in these days and you know you'd think you'd be educating people on the cars but these uh, people the consumer knows about the car they know exactly what they want they've done their research and there's there's so many tools out there so it's it's the product speaks for itself really at least you know i find hyundai they've done such a good job on sort of setting that up setting up that process so that the the customer's questions are already answered they already have this idea of what they want coming into the yep. the proceeding and it's you know my, the difficult part of my job now is is making that making that happen right, right. and um we're we're doing the best we can, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see uh, what the 2024 models hold. Like, there's some new changes to the Santa Fe that'll be nice, and and uh, just just looking at how the market goes, and hopefully we get some more hybrids this year and EVs. Yep. And yeah, I drove there. the the Santa Fe plug-in a little while ago, and and that's another just like incredibly useful crossover. Well, and it's funny because there's this sort of use case scenario that we get a lot of people in that are really curious about the EV and I find when you ask some qualifying questions and you sort of break it down into brass tacks what a lot of people really really want even though they may not know it at the time is a plug-in hybrid that's right it's that that convenience where you're not relying on potential infrastructure or you're, you're never going to be stuck but then you can still get all the benefits of having the charger having that 45 50 kilometer electric range you, you still get that that government rebate so it's sort of that best of both worlds mm-hmm. and I find a lot of my job now with the EVs you know we, we only have so few of them but you're you're educating a lot and it's sort of explaining the range and I think there's still uh, some growing to be doing in sort of that that education for the general public I think the EVs as vehicles like they are as as a transportation appliance as I would refer to it they are amazing like point A to point B that tick all the boxes and if you're you have the right use case like down here downtown Toronto you're perfect you're a little more up north might be a little more difficult. Yeah, that's where that's where a plug-in hybrid uh, comes in. But the Ionic Five is is one of my favorites. I've driven it several times as an EV. It's a it's just a fantastic car. Properly engineered, drives so well, and of course, it's quiet. Yeah, and it's quick. It's a, it, and it's spacious. It's it, it it ticks a lot of boxes. Well, fun Ionic Five story. So me, of course, being into cars and race car driver. The first one we had at the store was a rear wheel drive. Oh and yes. First thing I'm thinking is like, okay, it's rear-wheel drive. I know people are going to ask me, well, what's it like in the winter if it's rear-wheel drive? So I drove it for a couple days. And, I'm, of course, will the thing do a donut, right? right. Well, well, how sideways will this car get? Because the center of gravity is so low, and it's funny on the Ionic, uh, the Ionic 5, the wheelbase is slightly longer than the Palisade because it's so stretched right. to fit the battery underneath the thing will get 10 to 15 degrees sideways, and then it just pushes. Like, it, 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 people ask me, and I'm like, you, you'd have to really try to have a, a spin in this car because there's the center of gravity being so low in the electric cars, and it goes with any of them just due to battery location. Hmm. They feel like they're stuck to the road. I mean, they're yep. a little bit heavier, and it's so I, I say to people, like, the, the in terms of the car, like, they've put the thought behind it. Every single thing you've thought about on it, they've thought about on it. And uh, they've, they've been incredible vehicles. I haven't been able to drive one. Question. Um, now, it re- was rear-wheel drive. Now, um, are they moving specifically to all-wheel? So they have all-wheel and rear-wheel. I find, again, one of these EV things that um, long-term, if you're a highway commuter in the EV, you kind of don't really want the all-wheel. 
because really? you're you're gonna get that drag. Like you can turn down your your regeneration on the braking. You can right. turn it down, but only to a degree. The electric cars on a whole don't really coast. Right. Uh, there are some that have transmissions, but more or less the, the highway driving. You having those extra two wheels, you're just sort of sort of taken away from your range a little. Oh, okay, okay. But I, you know, it's funny because I, I I read a review or watched a review on YouTube about a guy who bought. Um, a Tesla, and it was rear-wheel drive, but he was in a colder climate, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said it was horrible, um, impossible to drive in bad weather. Um, he, he talked about it eating tires because they, you know, the 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 traction didn't work, or or he was pushing it too hard. But then, of course, when they showed the tires, said, "Well, that's why you have no traction because they're bald." Right. Um, so yeah, so lots of issues that way. Well, you know, when, when you're not in when you're not informed, and you know, I mean, I, as as you know, I'm not a big fan of Tesla. Uh-huh. On the flip side, I'm right. a big fan of Hyundai because what Hyundai did a couple of years ago is they hired the chief engineer from BMW M mm-hmm. to handle all of the dynamics. So all of the modern Hyundai's dynamically are sorted. And they're they're you know they're satisfying to drive for crazy drivers like us, and then they're also incredibly safe to drive as well. And and that that's the that's the big difference. Tesla doesn't really do that kind of development, whereas mm-hmm. traditional car companies take the extra time, have the talent, and and they spend the time doing that kind of engineering. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm looking at it as a flip flop here. I mean, where we've been front wheel drive for so long. Right, you know, people got used to that, you know, and now going back to rear. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the EVs is its efficiency and packaging. Like mm-hmm. we have the new Ionic Six EV, which is the highest or the lowest coefficient of drag vehicle that mm-hmm. Hyundai's ever made, and it's really higher. They're they're looking at the range on the aero side, but that's the rear wheel drive one. I think you actually are going to end up getting better range long term than the all wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just sort of the perception because I think also the all wheel was used for a period of time with the SUVs as such a selling feature so that a lot of people have that sort of baked into their their mind where when I say to someone like look if you're between an SUV that's a front wheel without winter or with winter tires or an all wheel without winter tires buy a front wheel with winter tires because the the $2000 purchase price difference versus the cost of you know spend 1500 to 2 grand on winter tires whichever ones you want that's better overall safety wise mm-hmm. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and it, it's it, it's interesting that we're we're going to this rear wheel drive thing because I, I grew up in an era and you know most of my cars were, you know Volkswagen GTIs which are were front wheel you know drive, front wheel yeah. drive yeah. and yeah they were a lot of fun but now you know EVs are coming in and they and they've got this this uh, the rear drive packaging it's it's funny to see but with traction control and tire technology it kind of doesn't matter unless you're in really deep snow if you're driving in the city or in the suburbs of, of Toronto you know as long as you've got a great winter tire you're fine yeah, yeah. and it's 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 funny because Hyundai's even now gone. To the point where they've started combining the N brand and the Ionic brand, and they've talked about they have the Ionic Five N coming out, which yes. I'm waiting. I'm going to try to get my hands on one immediately. I hope because, so. Uh, yeah. Apparently, from what I've heard, they're going to be pretty wild. But we'll have to see till we get something in writing, so to speak. Yeah. Well, the the, the Kia the Kia uh, you know sort of cousin or sister car uh, has a drift mode. Yeah. And I saw that in action uh, a little over a week ago when we were testing our race car. And uh, it was it was a press car being completely abused, uh, but the, the the gentleman driving it was was drifting this thing everywhere. Oh wow! Burning off the tires, it was incredible. Question: Now you guys, were, I don't know if it was a joke, but you talk about these N brand cars where it's a button you press and it gives you the different performance factors. Is that the case? Oh, it's 
it, that's the biggest thing that I think floors people when you put them because there's the Veloster N was the initial one. Mm-hmm. Then the Kona N came, and then they've moved to the Elantra N, and the Elantra N is really the culmination of what I think they learned through mm-hmm. that process. So, for example, the one of the little stories I tell about this is when I had the Elantra N that we had as a pace car that Hyundai Canada graciously mm-hmm. provided for our uh, race series, I drove it up to Grand Bend for a track day with our race team, and driving there, you know, 90 kilometers an hour, two-lane road, eco mode, 5.6 liters to 100K. Wow. Right. You put it in end mode, get on the track, foot down, 31 liters to 100K. <laughs> so it's the contrast there and with the suspension and exhaust, it's it's a big difference. Oh, wow. All right. Sounds exciting, I'll tell you. All right. We're going to take a break right now, and then afterwards we're going to come back with uh, Fallon Katz from the uh, annual... Yorkville Exotic Car Show, which is coming up, the 13th annual one. Make sure you stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Connor Attrell. And joining us on the phone is Fallon Katz from the Yorkville Exotic Car Show, which is a great Father's Day activity. Fallon, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very well. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you. So, Fallon, do you have uh, an exotic car? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've got what my kids call a mummy bus. Oh, okay, like a like a soccer mom kind of vehicle. Exactly. Yes. Oh, so you're not going to be definitely won't be on display next Sunday. <laughs> so you'll be parked in a side street rather than right on Bloor. Absolutely, we'll hide it in an underground parking lot. <laughs> what kind of cars do you end up having there? Well, we've got some great vehicles from uh, Porsche, Jaguar, Polestar, and Platinum Cars. And then we've got some really great additions from McLaren, Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Aston Martin. You you name it. Um, if I can't afford it, we have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and you, you sort of corral them together, do you not? We do, yes. They're organized into uh, into different corrals. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have some beautiful um, groupings for you from uh, different car car clubs. Uh, we've got uh, North Face Rally coming out, Elite X, uh, and La Corsa Rally bring beautiful lineups of cars this year. And uh, and where now? Of course, it, it's a free um, show, but you, you do ask people to make a donation. And where is the money going? Yes, so the money is going to support Melanoma Canada. I'm actually the CEO of Melanoma Canada, um, and uh, we're a national charity uh, that supports the melanoma and skin cancer community. We just launched a new project uh, in early May, which is called the Mole Mobile. It's Canada's first mobile skin cancer screening unit. Uh, skin cancer rates are on the rise in Canada, especially in young Canadians, and, and one in three Canadians face skin cancer. Uh, this year, the Mobile is traveling across the province. They were actually at Alta Nissan in, in Woodbridge. Nissan is a partner. Uh, they donated an armada to tow our Mobile across uh, across the province, and we're visiting different communities, remote, indigenous, underserved, uh, as well as areas that have a long wait time to see a dermatologist, which is most major, major cities um, in Ontario uh, and across the country. So, um, yeah, you can learn more about the Mobile and, and where the money is going at momobile.ca. Um, and and you can donate online uh, to support uh, or come out to the show and uh, and help uh, help sponsor a car and raise some funds. Yeah, it sounds great. I mean, I've I've asked my doctor to look at myself. My wife's going, "What are those spots there?" And 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 he goes, "Take a picture, and if they change, call me back." You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
but uh, yeah. I, I, I do know some people have had to get some stuff done. And, uh, yeah, so, so that can, they can actually do that live at the show. Correct. Yes, the mobile will be on site uh, on Sunday next week, and uh, you can walk up to the mobile, walk in. We'll have certified dermatologists on site who can do your skin check uh, and uh, and expedite the process if there is is something of concern. Oh wow! And they can just help by that quick. Yeah, they've got dermatoscopes on board, which is a, a nifty tool they use to zoom in on a molar lesion, and uh, yeah, they can tell just that quick. Wow, dramatoscopes! That yep. sounds scary. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it sounds it sounds a little dramatic. Dramatic, exactly, dramatic, exactly. Yes. Who gave it that name? Yes, totally quick and painless. I promise. Yeah, Fallen, for for people who don't know, the 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 show takes place on Bloor Street between Young and uh, and Avenue Road, if I remember correctly. Uh, Bay and Avenue Road, okay. and then we also close off uh, two side streets, uh, Bel Air and St. Thomas. Yeah, because they have they got to have room for all those cars. Eh? Yeah, a lot of, lot of cars. The last year there's a lot of cars, a lot of people. And uh, and I really enjoyed it. I think that was the first time I, I attended. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully you'll come back. Uh, that, well, that that is the plan, and and I'm I'm planning on bringing a cigar. If <laughs> they, they do allow on street uh, smoking, not healthy does cause cancer. Maybe not skin cancer, but does cause cancer. So be careful with those. Well, he's not going to burn himself. So and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not going to burn the skin anyway. But I'd be quick to say, get that stinky thing out of here. Okay, that's, that's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> If, if people can't make it to the show, how do they make a donation to Melanoma Canada? Uh, MelanomaCanada.ca or YorkvilleExotics.com. And uh, what time? Now it's on Father's Day, of course. That's the 18th, which is next week. It goes from noon till what time? 5 p.m. All right, great. And uh, again, it's a freebie, and uh, best to take transit. Unless yep. you're driving a Ferrari. I, I, I would say par- parking is, is quite difficult. And unfortunately, even if you drive a Ferrari, there's no more room left in the show. We've got uh, over 85 cars for you to see uh, on Bloor Street, and we're, we're really excited. So I hope everyone will, will come down and check them all out. Well, you're full up already. <laughs> we are full up, yeah. It's, it's been quite some time, actually. The demand is, is, uh, is quite big, and we're hoping we raise enough funds that we can open uh, and extend the show to Young uh, next year and, and really have the... The two blocks plus the side street. Oh, that, that, that's great. Well, maybe maybe next year I'll bring out uh, one of our race cars and, uh, oh, and put that on great. display. Yeah, it's, well, it's it's a it's a fantastic show. And if if someone wants to sponsor a car, they can also go to yorkvilleexotics.com as well. Correct. Yes. All right. Make sure your phone is charged. There'll be lots of opportunity to take lots of pictures. That's right. Um, they do have a satin rope there, though, so you got to you know stay behind it. And if, again, if you're wearing a belt buckle, don't get anywhere near a car. There's no freak on <laughs> That's it. Right. Eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Fallon, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck next week. Absolutely. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Take yeah. care. And I heard the weather report's going to be great. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting down there. Thanks again. And after the break, we're going to be right thank back. Thank you. Bye bye. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and Connor Attrell. And don't forget to go to davescornergarage.com for your chance to enter to win a set of Triangle tires and the $250 SO gift card. Now, if you drive out to Georgetown Honda, are you going to let people drive your race car or what? Um, not no. the race car. Um, <laughs> well, we, 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 we may I, have it out there for a bit. I'm going to I'm gonna try to put it in the showroom let people at least come look at it. Right. Yeah. Don't think the the Halton Regional would enjoy that on the road, um, but we do have some N vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have um, a couple on the lot. I always try to keep a couple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it's um, it's it's funny because of course 
right now the issue with cars is I don't actually have many cars to test drive. Right. So right. someone comes in and they they ask, "Can I drive a Kona?" Uh, yeah, you can drive the performance Kona because that's the only one I have here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, in terms of having it at the store, we're definitely going to try to do a uh, a. Um, a little bit of a car show at some point at Georgetown Hyundai. Oh, that'll be great. And you, you do sell a lot of the end uh, brand cars. We do. I, I find just being able to know about it. Like, I know there's a couple salespeople at dealers in, in the southern Ontario region, and they own one, so they have a little bit more passion in regards to talking about it. And, and I think us being involved in the race team, you know, I can ring off absolutely everything about the car off the back of my hand and i've also we've had a couple of people who bought them that i've done some driving instruction with because right. uh, you know i make my dad makes the joke that he's a caveman car salesman and we're a bit of uh me and my brother in the way that we got into racing it's a uh, we're a bit of a caveman race car driver because we never carted and i've never done formal driver instruction so mm-hmm. i've started getting into that type of stuff i've yep. explored the idea of doing um some of the carting up at most port that's oh, great so uh, yeah, um, just trying to get into more of so what other drivers would have done in learning the process and not so much jumping into it. I mean, I've been blessed with the opportunity, and uh, Quinn and I have done okay. We didn't have the best showing at most ports, so we really need to have a recovery race at Toronto Indy. But um, it's a street course; anything can happen. You know, yeah, it's, yeah tell uh, me about it. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're very well aware after coming from Detroit. So there's there's a lot of concrete walls and and nowhere else to really go, which we experienced last year. Um, mm-hmm. So um, just trying to see what we can do. Put put it put a Hyundai on podium this year. Whether you know. Whatever it takes, I'd like to say, but we were going to knock on wood, bring the car back in one piece, and uh, just go out there and have fun, represent the brand, and I mean, even represent our relationship of the Hyundai Quaker State. We have some new wraps on the car. That yeah, we, uh, it looks great. And I was I was unsure until I saw them in person, and I was immediately in love, but we really went off the Quaker State and the Hyundai relationship and wanted to do something a little bit different because a lot of the Hyundai cars, whether they be I-30s in Europe or in the States, they all run a very similar sort of color palette because I find one person makes a cool livery and everyone else is kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe we tweak this, tweak tweak that here or there yeah. but we uh we worked with jason uh dakins dakins design and he's he's awesome and uh he put together a couple of really cool liveries for us and i think it really encapsulates sort of the brand image of both hyundai and quaker state while still being unique to us now people yeah. want to see a car put down a deposit how do they do that See, that's again. No, no, kind you're of, just supposed to say, come to come nah, to Georgetown. Yeah, you, you come to see us. But what I what I say to people is is talk to us. Like, uh-huh. um, best thing is to, is to reach out looking at a car. Best thing you can do right now looking for a car and the way the environment is, whether it be necessarily a Hyundai or another brand, is get your top three and work backwards off that because your ideal is probably not going to be available uh, at least immediately. And I think starting that process early right now in terms of advice to car buyers is. Do your research uh, three to six months prior and, and really get an idea of down the road. Start working on lengthening that decision process out because it's been very difficult to be able to provide cars. And, I mean, there's obviously stuff happens, vehicles get written off, stuff breaks down. But if you're in the – if you're blessed with the situation that you have a vehicle and you, you have the inkling that you may want a new one, start that process early and be really communicative with your salespeople. And I, I think building that relationship is going to 
be better now and long term um, than trying to sort of, you know, obviously if you need a car, you got to call around, you got to find one. But sort of starting that process early is the best advice I can give people. And what's the contact information there? At contact info would be georgetownhyundai.ca. Is, uh, it'll give you all the contact. You put a lead, it comes directly to me. Uh, we also have a Trail Hyundai. And uh, what I say to people is if, if you want to reach out, if you're interested in a car and you're curious, reach out to me on Instagram, uh, Connor Atrell. That's, you can get me directly. You can reach out to us on uh, on our, our dealership websites. Um, I mean, just be forewarned. The answer, when you ask me if I have this car right now. The answer is no. Most likely going to be no. But I think the best thing, you know. Is, my, that, is that why they're called end cars? No. no. <laughs> Because the answer is no. In most I, ironically, those are the only ones I could probably say yes to right now. Right. All right. I do want to thank, uh, of course, Kyle Grabke for Drive for Smiles. Uh, great thing. They're you know, taking disabled kids and, and kids that uh, have had some trauma in their life. And they're, I, I think they're making them more traumatic. Is that How does that put a smile can, on your uh, face? Any, I think any kid's going to love going fast in an exotic car. Exactly. You get the smell of, uh, of a rubber. Ferrari, rubber yes, and oil, oil, all the best. Brakes. Yeah. And, of course, you want to check out Father's Day next weekend, Yorkville Exotic Car Show for the 13th annual season. So... They're not driving. They're just there to look at. Yeah, you know? they're going to have great cars. If it's anything like last year, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. All right. And want to thank Colin, um, Carlos. That's his name. Yeah, Carlos. Everybody <laughs> started Carlos. with a C or a K today. I'm all confused. <laughs> Got to run. Carlos, thank you. See you all next week. Drive safe, everyone. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.